Coming up. You sow love, you reap love. Yeah, that's good. Okay. God says you can't fool me. This is important. That's, right. that's really important. important. Sometimes, you know, you think back and say, why is people always treating me like this? Ah, you might want to take a look at what you've been sowing. Mm -hmm. How you've been treating them. And how you've been right? treating others. Yeah. Man. Okay. There may be a root here to what you're receiving from others because of what you sowed in them. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. It's extremely important for followers of Jesus Christ to know how to live out our faith, especially in the midst of strong spiritual, emotional, intellectual, and habitual forces that try to keep us from doing it successfully. Join us as Pastor Rob and his wife Carolyn unpack some key and helpful principles from Apostle Paul's message to the churches in Galatia. Here's the seventh message in the series, Demonstrating Faith Through Love, part two. God has called us and even commanded us yeah. to restore each other, but there's a proper way to do it. Gotta do it right. And we wrestle with it at times, right? Yeah, yeah. And we fall ourselves in our attempt to do it at mm -hmm. times. Yeah. And so this means that we have to grow, we have to mature, so that we can be gentle, we can be led by the spirit and not fulfill the desires of the flesh, mm -hmm. regardless of how they respond to our, our effort to restore them. Amen. 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 This is a big deal. Amen. This is a big deal. And again, we can see how... <laughs> Leanne says, preach, pastor. <laughs> <laughs> we can see how relationships are destroyed, churches are destroyed. I mean, all kinds of marriages are destroyed. Yeah. These elements are highly critical and thank god that paul addressed it with the churches in galatia mm -hmm. um, to, to help us understand what it is that we need we need to do yeah y'all all right you still in the spirit <laughs> okay all right yeah, all right yeah all right yeah, good good thumbs. good all right okay Amen. good all right let's move on to number four the fourth thing that we can do um, to demonstrate faith through love it is it, you tangibly support one another. You tangibly support one another. This means that you do something that can be seen, mm -hmm. felt, and or experienced in reality, mm -hmm. not just figuratively. Yeah. Okay. All right. So when we tangibly support one another, it has to become real. Mm -hmm. It can't just be figurative, you know, and I'm sure in your life you heard you had you have people give you some figurative support. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or they say stuff like, you know, I, you know, I'll be there for you. And then they're never there. Yeah. Right. Like, you, I got you. Don't worry. I got you. You know, well, we <laughs> I'm got here you. For you. I'm here for you. <laughs> but then they aren't there. Yeah. That's not what we're talking about. No. That's no. figurative. We're talking about support that becomes tangible and real. Mm-hmm. Becomes tangible and real. Look what it says in Galatians 6, 2. And this is a command. Mm -hmm. Carry each other's burdens. And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. Amen. Y'all see that? This is saying that we should actually bear a burden of somebody else's. Yeah. Literally do it. 
-hmm. bear burden. That means wash your car, cook or provide a meal, cut a lawn, mm -hmm. <laughs> do something that's tangible to support someone. Yeah. These things make love a real experience for the other person. Yeah. And it relieves a real burden. Not a figurative burden, a real burden. And the Bible tells us very clearly here that when we do that, when we relieve a real burden of somebody, that fulfills the law of Christ. Wow, it's good. It's and good. you can think about your greatest burden that the Christ for Christ relieved of you. Yeah. And your greatest burden was is our sin. Our greatest burden is our sin. Yeah. And Christ came and took that heavy load of sin. Mm-hmm. And, and it was riding on our back, causing us to feel shame and guilt, causing us to have not have self-esteem and self-confidence, not know who we are. Yeah. Amen. And Christ lifted that burden off of us and says, I accept you. That's what Christ did. Yeah. And the Bible is telling us that when we carry each other's burdens, we are fulfilling the law of Christ. And well, you might ask a question, well, what is the law of Christ? Look what John 15, 12 says. John 15, 12 says, my, and this is Jesus talking. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Hmm. Can it get any plainer? Very plain. Can it get any plainer? That's very plain. Jesus said, my command is hmm. this. This is my law. Yeah. Love each other as I have loved you. Okay. He didn't say love each other as you love each other. <laughs> <laughs> see that? See, see that? That's where we get into problems because you say, "Well, you ain't loving me, so I ain't loving you. You ain't loving me, I ain't loving you. You ain't loving me, I ain't loving you." Then now nobody's loving. And the Bible told us, as we covered earlier, then everything gets destroyed because now there's no love. Then there's cattiness. There's criticality. There's uh, biting. There's devouring. There's all of that that happens because nobody's loving. Right. Right. Jesus says, no, love that person like I loved you, not how they loved you. Love them like I have loved you. And that and, goes a long and way. And that goes a long way. <laughs> and then that gives us wow. no excuse. Yeah. That gives us no excuse. Because Jesus loves us and all our filthiness and all our wrongness and everything. Absolutely. All our sin. Absolutely. Yes. So we, we have no excuse. Right. Oh, oh they, they, they're hard to love. Okay, you was hard to love, Jesus said. <laughs> you was hard to love, right. too. You remember what you used to be? Yeah, yeah. And he commands us, love them like I have loved you. Mm -hmm. It's very clear. Very clear. And then the same writer of, of the Gospel of John wrote 1 John. And he says in 1 John 4, 21, he reiterates, it says, and he has given us this command. Talking about Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jesus gave us this command. Those who love God must also love their fellow believers. Can it get any clearer? Man, that's good. Can't get any clearer. Again, this is another reason why being a part of a church family mm -hmm. is important. Because it gives you direct and immediate opportunity mm -hmm. to demonstrate the love of Christ and to fulfill the law of Christ. Yes. Because you're a part of a family, a church family, body of believers, and it's caused you to love them. It gives you a place to serve, give you a place to love, 
give you a place to grow amongst a whole bunch of other things. That's right. So we really want to encourage that you're part of a church family. The fifth thing or the fifth way that we can love, uh, demonstrate our faith through love is this. You share materially with those who teach you spiritually. Mm. You share materially with those who teach you spiritually. Mm. This is what Paul says to the church in, Gal in Galatians chapter 6, 6. It says this. Nevertheless, the one who receives instruction in the word should share all good things with their instructor. Hmm. That's what Paul says. Now, there's a principle that is um, underlying here. It really becomes a question of what you value. I need you to hear me on this. Mm -hmm. It becomes a question of what you value. Mm -hmm. And Paul is saying you should share material things with the one who teaches you about spiritual things. And he's saying here that if if you value spiritual things more than you do material things, mm -hmm. it's really not a it's, it's a no brainer. <laughs> yeah. If if the spiritual is really important and valuable to you and much more valuable to you than a material, given some material stuff is light. That's light. <laughs> That's light. That's light work. That's right? light. You ever been there where somebody blessed you spiritually, whatever case it was, and you know, or and and and, and touched you and whatever, and you just was compelled to do something mm -hmm. because you felt and sensed and knew the value of what they had imparted to you. Amen. So it's light. To give something material for receiving something spiritual. It's light. Amen. It's a no-brainer. It's reciprocating spiritual value that you receive with material things. Easy. It's intellectually easy to do. Intellectually easy to do. Amen. So again, the question is... Do we value spiritual things more than material or earthly things? That's right. What what do we value? Amen. And then the last thing that I'll share on how we demonstrate faith through love. Number six, you plant spiritual seeds for the benefit of one another. Amen. You plant spiritual seeds. For the benefit of one another. Galatians 6, 7 through 10, it says, do not, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. Mm -hmm. A man reaps what he sows. Yeah. All right. I'm going to let us, we should sit on that for a minute. Okay. So in verse 6, we just read, he talked about. Um, receiving spiritual and then you know, giving out material. And then he goes on into this reaping and sowing. So it, there's a connection between that and this, but there's also a general principle that God is trying to convey to us here. And that is, he says, I'm not mocked. You can't make fun of me. Mm -hmm. you can, and he says, so don't be deceived to think you can fool me. 
He says, because I've set a, a, a law in order, a natural law in order, a spiritual law in order, both natural and spiritual. This, this, what God is saying here is a natural law and a spiritual law mm-hmm. and a moral law. Mm-hmm. It, it goes on and on. He says, don't be deceived about it. Yeah. You will not fool God. You will reap what you sow. God said, I'm not the one. Not, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you won't fool no. me. You're going to reap what you sow. Oh, no, you ain't going to fool me. Yeah, you're going to reap you, what you sow. You're going to reap what you sow. Yeah. You put an apple seed in the ground. You put an, you plant an apple seed in the ground. Uh-huh. Guess what's coming up? <laughs> That's right. Apples. Apple. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's coming up. Apples coming up. Yeah. All right. you, you're not going to put an apple seed in the ground and say, oh, I sure hope I get some pears. No, 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 no. God said, I ain't fooled. <laughs> I know you put an apple seed in the ground. And so apples coming up. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, that's a natural, that's natural law. And then the same thing happens spiritually. It happens morally, emotionally, whatever. It, it's a God's law. You sow it, you, you reap, reap it. it. Yeah, that's right. You sow anger, you reap anger. Mm-hmm. God says, I'm not fooled. Okay. You sow love, you reap love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Okay. God says, you can't fool me. Yeah. This is important. That's That's really important. important. Sometimes, you know, you think back and say, why is people always treating me like this? Ah, Mm. You might want to take a look at what you've been sowing. Mm. How you've been treating them. And how you've been treating others. Yeah. Man. Okay. There may be a root here to what you're receiving from others because of what you sold in them. Now, I know some people are just mean and all that, but God is saying, I'm not fooled. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not fooled. That's why it's important for us to demonstrate faith through love so that we can receive love. Yeah. Now, now this may, this is not going to come from everybody, but the point is at some point yeah. you will receive it. And the text goes on to tell us this basically it, it says, it goes on to say, verse eight, whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Mm-hmm. Whoever sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Amen. So we need the soul to please the spirit. So here's the thing. If I sow love, it doesn't necessarily mean that the person I sold love to or in will return love to me. Right. But love can come back in other types of ways to you. All right. Because it tells us here, because you did this through your faith. You were led by the spirit, walking in the spirit, and you sold love as you walked in the spirit. The text tells us then the spirit will reap eternal life to you. Man. Amen. So it, don't look for it to necessarily come back from the person you sold it, it in. It could. It could, but, but it, it, it may, may not. not. Yeah. That, so don't 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 discount this because I mean, God is not fooled. Yeah. Understand this. God is not fooled. He's not mocked. He knows this is a law. It's a natural law. It's a spiritual law. It's a moral law. You will reap what you sow. And we got to make sure mm-hmm. we understand that. So we need to sow spiritual seeds. We need to show seeds, sow Mm -hmm. seeds as we're led by the spirit to do it. And verse nine says, let us not become weary in doing good. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, the sowing seeds in the spirit is doing good. Yeah. And it goes on for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest. If we do not give up, can't give up, can't give up. (laughs) All right. And so the text is telling us, God is saying, I'm not mocked. You can't fool me. Mm -hmm. You can't. And don't I don't want you to be deceived about this. Just hang in there. Yeah. Keep doing right. Keep doing good. Mm -hmm. And then it goes on. It gives us some examples of this. It says, verse 10, therefore, as we have opportunity let us do good to all people. All people. I want to emphasize that right now. When you have opportunity, you do good to all people. All people. The ones who look like you and the ones who don't. No. <laughs> That's right. The ones who live like you and the ones who don't. Mm-hmm. The ones who agree with you and the ones who don't. The ones who belong to the same political party as you Mm -hmm. and the ones who don't. The ones who live in the same city as you and the ones who don't. The ones who live in the same house as you and the (laughs) ones who don't. The one who sleep in the same bed as you (laughs) and the ones who don't. I mean, the list goes on and on because it's all people. Amen. All people. Everybody. Everybody. The text tells us very clearly we should do good to. We should walk in the spirit with. We should demonstrate our faith our faith through love with, regardless of where they are. What they think. What they think. How they think. How they yeah. think. That's right. Yeah. Whether they're good to us. Whether they're good to us. Mm-hmm. It's not that's not what it's saying. It yeah. says that we demonstrate our faith through love. Amen. That's yeah. how we do. Yes. Okay. Love is important. It is. Uh, and and so we got to do this. This is this is important for us to do. And all of us, all of us can grow in our love. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. All of us can become better lovers. Yep. Every single one of us can become better lovers. Man. And pray God, pray to God that He will make you a better lover. And if we're led by the Spirit, we covered this last week, as I said, mm-hmm. you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. And then it goes on in verse 10 and says, I'll start verse 10 over. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. And so it says now, especially to the folks who belong to um, in God's family, Mm -hmm. you want to do good to. Amen. And there's a reason for that, because we have a higher call. To love the world as God loved us so that we can draw people to God and draw people into salvation. Mm -hmm. And we need to strengthen each other and encourage each other in this collective effort to demonstrate God's love to the world so that folks will come to God for salvation and receive God's salvation, receive the gift of eternal life that God has for people. Amen. So you do things, you do right, you do good. You carry burdens. You do things that are helpful and beneficial for others. Mm-hmm. You know, Brother Darrell, um, he got me um, Tony Evans study Bible. <laughs> and he got me that because he knew I would use it. <laughs> <laughs> he knew me well enough to yeah. know that I would use yeah. it. 
Yeah. And I do. I use it. Yeah. Almost yeah. every week, uh -huh. I'm using Tony Evans Study Bible mm -hmm. um, as I prepare messages and just study or whatever. Um, and so, thank you, brother. <laughs> thank yes. you for doing that good for me and helping me bear my burdens. Amen. And then Paul says this in Romans 1, 11, talking about doing good and sowing spiritual seeds. Paul mm. says, I long to see you so that I might impart to you some spiritual gift to make you strong. Amen. Amen. Wow. Amen. Paul wrote to the believers in Rome, mm -hmm. I long to see you. And I have a, have a simple goal once I do. I just want to impart unto you a spiritual gift. Amen. So that you can be strong. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin and I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control. Transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. I want to ask each and every one of us, can we say this same thing? that it is obvious <laughs> that we are not trying to get the approval of people, but the approval of God in the way that we live. Yeah, Can you confidently say that like Paul did? Is it obvious? Mm -hmm. Or do some people gotta call CSI to find out about it? <laughs> Thank you for listening.